Okay, everyone, we're going to welcome uh, Wiley to the stage. Give him a hand as he comes up. <laughs> and uh, if you don't know Wiley, uh, Wiley is my good friend, but he's also a prophet. He's also someone who hears from God, and but more importantly, equips others how you can hear God. And uh, I believe today you will be equipped. Uh, just open up your heart and receive it today. It might be something new, might be something different to what you're used to, um, but there's going to be no pressure today. We talked about that. No pressure, no strive. No, for Wiley, maybe, but for you, I'm only joking. No, no, no pressure on you, my friend, and no strive. And let's just pray. Lord, thank you for your grace in this place. Lord, just thank you for Wiley and his heart and the life. Lord, that you've lived with him, lived through him. Lord, I pray today, Lord, that you give him the grace to hear your, vo your voice during this message and to be led by you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Go for it. Good morning, church. You know what? <clears throat> I think the Lord might be change a little bit things around for me this morning just because we had such a wonderful time in his presence and I love I love the presence of the Lord and I think when you come into his presence that's the best place to come into when you want to hear his voice it's all about for me because we're celebrating Remembrance Day um, I'm also a veteran of the military and you know sometimes you being in the military for a short period of time that I was in, sometimes you take for granted the, the sacrifices that people make, the dedication that people have when they serve their military and they lay down their lives for the ones that they love, for their nation, for us. And the thing that came into my heart this morning, because we've honored the people that have died and paid the price for it, for the nations of the world, wherever you're from, wherever you're military, wherever you come from, you probably know somebody or connected to someone that's laid down their life for their military. But the person I really want to talk about is the Lord Jesus Christ. Really, it really, if we're going to remember anyone, we're going to remember him. He laid down his life so that we can have everlasting life. There's no other name in heaven or on earth that's greater than his name. Not that I'm belittling anybody that have lost their lives on the battleground. Kevin's done a great job in explaining that to us. But Jesus is the one that laid down his life. I love him. I lay down my life for him. We put our lives on the line because he loved us. There is no greater love than his love. And really, I want to start there. I just want to come into that element of being able to, to appreciate why Jesus laid down his life. You know, today I'm going to be talking about hearing God's voice, but really, it's about intimacy with him because he laid down his life. That Remembrance Day is about him. It's about how the Father laid down his son for us. Those worship songs we sing are about him. I love the Lord. I love him. I thank God for him every day. I thank God that we can come and hear his voice. God has not made his voice heart that is for a bunch of superstars that can say, I hear God's voice in the building ministry. It has never been about that. It will never be about that. It's the whosoever that want to have intimacy with Christ. He's made a way. Hallelujah. 
Our Father in heaven is glorious. The Holy Spirit is wonderful. He is wonderful. And today I want to get that message in. You know, <laughs> during our time of worship, I had this beautiful vision of a deer. And it brought that scripture, I think it's in Psalm 42, as the deer pants towards the waterfall, my soul pants for thee. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful? Our soul desires him. And really, this is what the really the four keys to hearing God's voice that I'm going to talk about today is about. It's about spiritual intimacy. Yeah, the four keys are beautiful tools that you can apply to your life to be able to hear God's voice. But I recognize today during worship, to be honest with you, I'm really only encouraging you to step in further to hear God's voice. A lot of you already can hear God's voice. You just need the confidence to know that you're worthy to hear his voice. You're worthy. I'm going to pray right now, Lord. I pray for any unworthiness in this room that says, I'm not worthy to hear his voice. That is not true. God wants you to hear his voice. He is desperate for relationship. Amen. And that's why, I, that's why I teach it. And anybody wants to know, I, it's a privilege to be able to come up here and teach about hearing God. To be able to receive vision. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. That's what the Bible says. I think it's John 10.10. Correct me if I'm wrong. But my sheep hear my voice. I just want to read the scripture. As I was in worship, Sam, you did a marvelous job. The congregation, you guys did a marvelous job of stepping into worship and just worshiping the king. Wasn't it wonderful to feel that refreshing of the river to come in here? Uh, to be honest with you, I could have stayed in that place forever. I don't even need to preach, really. We can just stay in there and let God speak to us. But the Lord has asked me to come. I've, I'm going to share a little bit. But I just want to share a passage of Scripture the Lord laid on my heart as I'm spending time with him. He was talking to me. Um, and I'm going to share a little bit of my journaling just to give you insights on how easy it is to hear God's voice and how much he loves us. He loves us with an everlasting love. And so, and it's really in Galatians chapter 2, verses 20. It's one of my most, it's, it's a favorite passage of scripture for me. And it's really, I could probably quote it to be honest, but I'll read it to you anyway. And it says this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. That's that resurrection life that's in us. That's why you're really hearing this voice, because it's no longer I who live, but it's Christ that lives in us. It's his life flowing through us. It's his life that's going to be touching the world. And if we can get in tune with his plans and purposes by hearing his voice and seeing vision, the things that God wants to reveal to our hearts, not only can, you can, can transform your life, but you can transform the lives of others around you. See, hearing God's voice is not about ministry. It's never been about ministry. It's not about ministry. It's not actually about everyday life. And so I'm going to give you some tools. They're not the only tools, but I believe these tools will be able to help you. And so um, I'm, I'm going to do something a little bit different. I was going to introduce some books here, um, but I'm not going to do that. I feel like the Lord said, no, you do that for later. Um, 
But I really just want to, first of all, invite the Holy Spirit to take over the teaching. Um, I'm going to invite my angels, because I have two angels that I'm getting close to. One is called Crystal Clear, and the other one's name is Yosef. And I know they're going to be in the service. The Lord Jesus told me to invite them. They're desperate to be here. Hopefully, you'll get a chance. If you see them, praise God. But they're here, and they're excited to be here. So that's the type of life I live through, hearing God's voice. That's, that's what happens when you grow closer to the Lord. You enter into the kingdom. At any given notice, you can see the kingdom at all times. That's what, and that's, what, that's what resurrection life in this is all about. It's about that intimate life. And so God wants us to enter into that place. So if you can see up there, it's the four keys to hearing God's voice. Um, if you can go to the next slide, please. Normally, when we are teaching four keys, I'm only going to give a brief overview today. But what we usually do is we pray this prayer in Ephesians. And so I'm just going to ask you guys, if you can see it, let's read this together and just ask God to open our eyes so we can see. So here we go. So that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of our understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling what are the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints? What is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ, which he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. We usually open that up that scripture because we get people ready to receive, to receive the goodness of God. God is good, and he wants us to be able to hear his voice and receive vision. So we open that up, and that the Holy Spirit, I'm trusting the Holy Spirit living inside you will quicken your hearts to be able to hear him better than you ever have before. You're already hearing him. I was in worship today, so you can't make any excuses. You guys are hearing him. You just need encouragement, the encourage to keep doing it. And if you can get this in your heart every, in your quiet time at your home, then it'll manifest wherever you go. You'll be able to sense what God is doing in your family, at your workplace, ministry time. Anywhere you go, God can direct your path. And then as you grow closer to him, as you walk closer to him, He'll teach you how to hear his voice. He's desperate for us to get his voice right. We've got to be able to hear his voice better. And I believe we're entering into an era that we're going to be able to hear and see even better, more clearly, more precise, not only through his word, but in everyday life. I, I expect you to be able to receive vision. I expect you to be able to receive dreams, impressions, pictures, touches, Whatever God wants to do in your life, it's not about being beaten up if you don't receive, but God, the Father, our Papa in heaven, wants us to receive. He wants us to have that intimate relationship. So next slide, please. Okay, so key Bible verse. So the four keys to hearing God's voice ministries was started by a couple named Mark and Patty Verkler in, in America. They, their ministry is called Communion with God Ministries. And I'm part of that in the UK. Uh, and the ministry in the UK is called Hearing God's Voice UK. Um, 
Basically, we're taking the revelation that Mark Verkler particularly got in 1979 was from this passage of Scripture. He had already been a Christian for 10 years. And basically, he was pastoring in a church. And what he come to find out, that his associate pastor was able to hear God's voice, and he wasn't able to hear God's voice. And so that's challenging to want to be able to hear God's voice, because how can a pastor of a church not be able to hear God's voice, but his associate can hear God's voice? And so that was where his journey started. And so this is the passage of Scripture that he gave him. So he says, I will stand at my guard post, and I will keep watch and see what he will speak to me. Then the Lord said, record the vision. And that's really the emphasis of the four keys to hearing God's voice. So next slide, please. Okay, so key number one, it talks about, I will stand at my guard post. And so what that means is that we're going to quiet ourselves in the presence of the Lord. And so when, we're, when I'm teaching four keys, and our team is teaching four keys, we teach people how to get into that quiet place. Uh, Psalm, if you want to write this down, Psalm 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. That's where it starts, is having that quiet time. You can have your quiet time anywhere. I know a lot of us lead busy lives, but we got to learn how to be quiet in the presence of the Lord, you know, get away from things. If it's in the morning, the afternoon, the evening times, I tend to function better in the evening times for me when I'm hearing God's voice. I come into that presence. Usually I'm listening to music, quiet music. I settle myself down, and then I enter in. And normally, because I've practiced it for such a long time, um, I've learned how to receive visions and stuff. And normally, I see Jesus in visions, and so I communicate with him, and he talks about, we usually talk about us and our relationship, particularly if I'm struggling with something in the day, then the Lord will speak to me. So it's being in that quiet place. I have an office. I go in there. Sometimes I'm in my room, but normally, we live a quiet lifestyle. I'll say a quiet lifestyle. Our son plays his online game, so he's a bit loud, but that's okay, you know what I mean? So, yeah, no, but we do, we live a quiet, peaceful life, and, but, <laughs> praise God, we didn't normally, we didn't used to do that, we used to run a, a ministry for the homeless, and we used to have homeless people live with us, and if you ever dealt with people on the streets or people dealing with addictions and whatever, it's not quiet, it's, it's very chaotic, it could be very traumatic, it could be fun as well, but you, you have to still, in the midst of your life, you got to be able to have a place where you can quiet down. Even if you got to get in your car and just be like, Lord, I need, to, I need some time from, away from the family. Go somewhere where you can have that quiet time. So quiet yourself down in the Lord's presence. So next slide, please. And it says, key two, I will keep watch and see. And so state it briefly, looking for vision as you pray fixing your eyes on Jesus. So key Bible verse for that is in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. Um, it talks about we've given permission to look on to Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That's why I opened up the entry with Galatians 2.20, because Jesus is already living inside our hearts. And so we just got to tune into vision as we see and as we pray. And so what you can do there is you can start asking God, to give you vision as you're spending time in this quiet place. When you close your eyes, put a smile on your face. Ask the Lord, Lord, I just want to spend time with you today. I have, if this is for people who've never received vision in their life, ask God to give you a picture, something like that. And normally what happens is something will flash. With me, it's when I first started seeing, I started getting a quick flash or something. It'd be like a picture of a person, 
or it could be an animal or anything. It could be a picture of an object, something like that. Whatever comes to mind, I'm going to teach you how to write it down because those are the things that God is trying to communicate with us. A lot of times we say we don't see, but we actually we do see. You see more than you realize in the spirit. You just got to tune the dial. You got to fine tune the dial so God will be able to communicate with you like that. I have a funny feeling that there's many people that have probably gotten pictures during prayer time and sometimes you shut it down because you think it's interrupting your time because you're like, oh, Jesus, I'm sorry, this is coming to my mind. What I usually do is tell people to write it down anyway and put it to the side. Come back to it later, even if you get in distractions. Sometimes we can get distractions, but God wants us to be able to receive from him. And so also I'll tell you another scripture right now is uh, Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3, because that gives us permission as well. Is it talks about us being seated in heavenly realms, seated in heavenly places. We have access to heavenly realms where we can see. It's important that we get this as new creations. We are new creations in Christ. We're just not going to be doing things on the earthly realm. We're going to be seeing things in the heavenly realm as time goes. And I'm trying to get you equipped and ready to do this because God wants to show you these things. So, okay, so next, right. Amen. And then key three is what he will speak to me. And it says, stated briefly, God's voice often comes as spontaneous thoughts. Very important to get that. So, those spontaneous thoughts, as you're doing the first two keys, you're quieting yourself down, you're looking for vision as you pray, particularly keeping your eyes focused on Jesus. Um, another entry point for focusing on Jesus, you can take Bible stories and meditate on them, look at them, and ask the Lord to really speak to you through those stories in Scripture. That's a great way to keep your focus on Jesus. Um, but anyway, once you get that, the third key is spontaneous thoughts. What happens is you're going to start getting those thoughts, and they light across your mind. And it might be something you might just be praying or whatever as you're spending time, and all of a sudden a thought comes in and it's like, oh, such and such I need to pray for. That's a spontaneous thought. Something might be, oh, yeah, I got to go get this because I forgot to get that. That's a spontaneous thought. A lot of it is wisdom from God, and it comes on you. And the spontaneous thoughts can come as impressions, like you might feel a sense on your body. It might come as a vision, a picture. They can come in different forms to you. And so you're trying to really see what God is saying in those pictures and those thoughts. As you receive those pictures and thoughts, you, these, this is important because you want to receive what God is saying. Normally, if I'm engaging God like that and I'm getting those pictures and thoughts and visions, I'm writing them down, but I'm also asking God, show me more, particularly the pictures, because you know in worship time, how many of us in this room probably received, did you receive a picture today during worship time? Did anybody receive a picture? Show of hands, yeah? One, two, okay. When you're receiving those pictures, what sometimes you need to do is ask God, okay, Lord, you gave me that picture, what now? What, what are you doing with that picture? Allow God to take that picture and turn it into a message for you. And if you're writing it, learning how to write it down, you can get the message from him. So it's, it's, it's almost, it's very, it's very easy to be able to receive that from him as you're going on with him. You get those pictures or impression. I don't know if anybody received pictures, but did anybody else feel like a heat or an impression on their body during? Okay, so if you get heat or impression on your body, that's the Lord communicating with you. 
Okay, so you want to catch those things. It could be, for example, because I get heat on my body at times. It could be just the Lord's presence. But it also, sometimes I get a pain in my shoulder, and I don't have that pain. Sometimes it's for me to pray for somebody with a shoulder injury, yeah? So what you want to do is you want to be able to catch those things. That's, that's why it's important to allow God to speak to you, because he speaks to you so many different ways and so many different things he's doing. And God is a fun God, too. He's very fun. So at times when he's trying to talk to you, he's trying to see if you, oh, well, they get it. It's almost like he throws a crumb out there, a clue. And you catch the clue, and it's like, oh, okay, Lord, I got that. What's that, What's that about? Why am I thinking such and such is sad? What's going on here? I'm not thinking that. And then all of a sudden you ask the question, and he'll lead you. And it could be in your everyday life, like this morning. When I woke up, I had a, a picture of this shirt to wear. And so I, I, I knew that was going to be the shirt I wear. Because I speak to God like that. Lord, what do you think I should wear today? What shoes do you think I should wear today? A lot of us don't think we should ask those things. But we, we, you can ask God those things. God wants to be in every area of your life. This has got to be fun. It can't just be, oh, it's tedious. God is not tedious. He's loving. He's good. The goodness of God. He wants us to step into that. I do that all the time. Like, or I'm out and about. I remember one time I was out and about. And the Lord was like, why don't you stop and get your flop some flowers for your wife? And she likes. <laughs> I think I walked into that one, didn't I? Yeah. And I did. And I brought them home and that set the whole day up. It brightened her day. Right. And I was like, oh, man, the day was easy for me. They know, you know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying it got easy for me as the day went on. You know what I mean? God, you got to take care of home. Got to take care of family. You know, but you might get an impression, oh, yeah, I need to stop. I want to give a friend a call. I'm thinking about him. Just calling. That would be the Lord telling you. All of a sudden, has that, that's probably, has that happened to people in the room where they get a, 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 a message like, oh, you need to call this person, and you call them. Depending on the person's life, it could be going through a traumatic situation, or it just might be like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Yeah, I know. I, I was on the dial with the king. He told me to call you. Oh, you know, not everybody, obviously your friends, ain't all, I don't know how many Christian friends you have, but sometimes unsafe friends to you, God wants you to call them and check up on them and see how they're doing. So you get those type of impressions. It's fun, you know, it is fun. It's not, God is loving. He's, he's so gracious and kind and good. Man, he's so, so good. He's good all the time. And I just think, man, if we can get people to really step into hearing his voice for you, your life. It just will change how you walk. And in the times that we're living in, we need to be able to hear God's voice in this time. We need peace. We need comfort. You know, we need God to be with us. You know, we need to know God in the midst of all this stuff that's going on in the world. You're there. You're in our situation. And so that's just a beautiful place to be. I mean, I can go on about it, but I just think God, you here can hear his voice. You just need to step in more and more in your lives. You know, I'm, by the time we get done today, I know I'm not going to be able to do the whole teaching, but we are going to break into groups and just ask God to speak to us, and then hopefully we can share what we're getting from the Lord, and hopefully I can get some testimony of some people coming up just, just to hear what God is saying to you. Um, one of the great things about hearing God's voice, too, is he's very encouraging. He's very loving. He's very merciful. Amen. You know, he wants the best for you. Even if you're struggling with situations in your life, 
God, normally for me, God has always come on the side of me. He's always come and talked to me. The Holy Spirit would come and say, okay. Say, for instance, someone has made me angry, which has happened, obviously. Not a lot because I'm so cool. You know, I don't, you know, but sometimes it happens. You know what I mean? I just, it happens, you know. I can't, you know. But when there's a situation where I know I'm going to go in a, a, a situation where I'm angry, I've had times where the Holy Spirit was like, whatever you do, don't pick that phone up. Right? Because the minute you pick that phone up, it's not going to go well. And I don't know how many people have had that, but it's been times where you've got warnings in your life not to do something. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to you. And you've got to be able to catch those things, yeah? And because he said that to me, it's helped me. Or I'm just dealing with family issues or whatever. The message Lord gives me, especially for my family, is to make sure you stay in love. But that's an important message. Anybody, we know we should love our families, but sometimes you need to get that rhema word, that right now word. Because sometimes we do things out of, out, out, just out of, we rush into things and we need to be able to hear what God is saying to us. So it's really good for us to get that information in our hearts. And so God, you know, a matter of fact, you probably hear and read a lot of journaling anyway when we were reading about Psalms. You got to remember when Dave was writing those Psalms, he was spending time in the Lord's presence. And all of a sudden, him and Lord, you can read his dialogues with the Lord. There's two-way conversation. And then he wrote it down. He had a scribe or somebody write it down. And we're benefiting from that conversation with the Lord. Isn't that wonderful that you can go to Scripture and look at that and see those things? It's life in the Scriptures. There's, it's not just all about theology all the time. The Bible is a love letter from the Lord to us about a relationship he had with humankind, the good and the bad. He put it in there so we can learn from their examples, the Bible tells us. That's important. And it's the same way in your life. I'm not going to say your journal is going to turn into Scripture by any stretch of imagination, but what I'm saying to you, we have, we have a guide in the Scriptures that we can see God's voice and hearing. Amen? So, next key. Or do we have, okay, yep. So, key four, then the Lord said, record the vision. And said, state it briefly, write out the flow of thoughts and visions within you. Two-way journaling. That's the fourth key. Is writing down what you're getting from the Lord and asking him, Lord, speak to my heart. So, for me, I get a lot of dreams as well. So, not only am I doing my journaling time using those four keys all together, but I also get dreams where I get a dream and I write them down. And then I ask the Lord to give me the interpretation of the dream so I know what's going on in that dream. So, I'm using the four keys for the dream. Then I write them down. And then I follow that train of thought. And I use them all. I try to picture. Probably the second key is probably the toughest for people because they're not used, used to seeing vision as they pray. But if you commit your life to the Lord in that area, he will develop how you receive from the Lord, how you write the things down. And so just real practical keys. So when you're writing down, once you get to the point of writing your stuff, your journaling, your times down, I usually write the times and date when I journal. You know, write down what God is saying to you. Um, if you have any questions, write your question down in journaling and say, Lord, speak to my heart about that. Or if something's come up, ask him to speak to you. 
and he'll speak to you. And remember, you're writing by faith, so you're not trying to just check everything as you journal. Just write it out. Just trust him. It's all about trust with God. We can't, we got to learn how to trust him. We got to learn how to walk this thing out by faith. And he wants to speak to us. And we got to be able to get acquainted with how he speaks. And so when I'm writing that out, so sometimes you can put pictures in there. Whatever you're doing in your journal, you write, sometimes you might get a picture. Put that, write the picture in there. Then ask God, how do we, Lord, speak to my heart about what I'm receiving that picture for? And so that fourth key is important because when you write down what God has given you, it might be a personal prophecy because a lot of time you're journaling this personal prophecy to you. So when you're writing that down, then you can go back over it at a later date. God gave you a promise, and all of a sudden, oh, Lord, the promise came to pass. Well, I told you it was going to come. But then you knew he told you. It's written down. You know exactly what you need to be doing. Man. Amen. Those are the four keys. Easy enough. We have to, maybe another time, I can bring the team up to help us teach on hearing God's voice. It's important, family, it's important stepping into this hour. Even when, you're, even when you're reading the scriptures and you're spending time in the presence of the Lord, you want to be able to use the four keys to talk about what God is saying to you through scripture. Amen? Amen?